How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crew Satyrs Review. We're back. Took a little bit of time off, but uh, we're back in uh, Batman 1966, a TV show. And we got Mr. Freeze again, Ian. That's what we do. That's what we're delving into. But uh, Mr. Freeze part duh. Yeah, new as, one. Uh, yeah, new Mr. Freeze. There are no re- repeat Mr. Freeze actors <laughs> in this show. It's always recast as someone else. Well, it and- keeps it lively, I guess. I guess that's one way to put it, but this is the most <laughs> memorable one as uh, Mr. Otto Priminger himself. Now, to me, not the best one, but for some reason, the most memorable one. Probably because he's Russian. I don't know. But, yeah, um, probably. Uh, that's that's what we got today. It's uh, Green Ice and um, uh, some, uh, the next episode, which I accidentally exited out of the menu. Uh, exited out of it. Uh, Deep Freeze. Those are okay. the two. The two episodes we're talking about, but um, Ian, I I have I've been completely out of it pretty much for the past couple of weeks as far mm. as keeping up with anything going on. Just like very vaguely seen headlines for stuff, but I haven't looked into anything. There's a lot of news we need to talk about. Is there? I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain. Um, well, re- re- it's been Zack a while. Snyder's so Justice League, man. Oh it's yes, coming. It's officially coming. They had official release date, and I believe it was March 18th. Yeah, next month. March 18th, so like a week and a half, basically. Yeah, uh, month and a half. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. M- month and a half, basically, from now. We finally get to see it. We've Ian, we have been lobbying for this for years. We've been lobbying for this movie for like, like four years. We've been waiting to see it's. The way it's supposed to be, unadulterated, non-studio meddled from our genius, Zack Snyder, we need to see his original vision finally come to life. Aren't you so excited? Well, it's just nice to see all of our hard work over the last couple of years finally pay off. Release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Most successful hashtag in history, Ian. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I can't think of any more. I mean, not just in film, but really a monumental moment in history in terms of civilization. I mean, yes, there's the birth of Christ. There's the founding of America. And then it's really this, I think, that takes the cake, though. Uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't see any other thing you could put at that third spot of, uh, uh, of historical know. significance. I, I really don't. And um it's just it's just a victory for the fans, Ian. It's a victory ah. for the fans over the terrible studio system that has just given us nothing but garbage. Like those terrible MCU movies like Iron uh, Man and, ugh. you know, Infinity Avengers, War and, and Avengers and, and Winter Soldier. Like these just terrible uh. movies that the studios are churning out. I mean, Wonder Woman, you know, all these terrible just garbage movies that we've seen glorified kids movies yeah exactly yeah. exactly and now we are gonna see it's it's also r-rated thank yes. the good lord and so we're gonna see a realistic version of these characters i mean we're mm. gonna see batman just cuss up and down we're gonna see him decapitate people probably yank out just full bore like uh rib cages just yank Spinal out spines yeah. you know just go full 
full beast mode on people like just the gloves are off like the literally endless opportunities like it's infinite opportunities that we have with this movie like well it's just so nice to finally see a director who truly understands what batman needs to be and understands what the fans want yes absolutely i mean he just has his finger on the pulse he does of all uh, on the source material he's honoring mm. everything that's come before him and absolutely. giving the fans exactly what they've always loved over the years about these characters and i you know he's gotten rid of all the the stupid just fascination with colors we don't oh. we don't need them colors are gay they Ugh. they are they are they're, they're, the gay they, pride has the rainbow people come ex- on put exactly, it together exactly we don't need any of those and uh, and also even in bigger news, as of a couple days ago, we saw the first look at the Joker, as well. Now it yeah, wasn't I in mean, focus, kind of a blurry look, but it is Jared Leto coming back as Joker, and the most underrated Joker we've seen in history. I mean, it never got his fair due. He didn't even get to be in the movie enough. Like we didn't even get to see him fleshed out. Like it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair to him. All the work he put into that. Uh, I know. I mean, I, I've been on record many times on this podcast proclaiming my love for the greatest on-screen performance of the Joker of all time, which is Jared Leto's unmatched. unmatched. It's not. Uh, it's unmatched. not even. It's not even like all other other people like Nicholson and, and Ledger. They they went for like Hacks. this this like murder yeah. clown who's like yeah. you know evil and and like Demented. anarchy and cra- you know yeah. all this stuff and you know it, no. He's a pimp, Ian. He's always been a pimp. He dresses cool. He's like suave, but unpredictable and dangerous and sexy. There's there's a sexy element that they just never got. And we finally got to see it with Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm actually glad that Heath Ledger is dead because he should be after his embarrassing performance and interpretation (laughs) of the character. I don't don't know if I'd go that far, Ian, but... No, I would. Rotten it's a fair point. Hey, look, it's a fair point. It's a fair. It's a fair point. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. I don't yeah. want to go too far, but that it, it's fair. It's fair. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so and, that, and I mean, again, how stupid of Warner Brothers to try and bury this treasure trove of a performance <laughs> once again. And our hero Zack Snyder has lifted this golden nugget out of the ashes. And be like, no, this is what the fans want. Forget that stupid Joker movie that made like. Yep. $50 million or something ridiculous. It barely made anything. No, no this is what no, no, people no. want. Jared Leto back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, March 18th on HBO Max. Just write it down. Seal it in blood like that. It, it's the day the world changes again, Ian. Like, again, we had we had uh, Birth of Christ, Founding of America, and then we have Zack Snyder's Justice League debuting on HBO Max. And honestly, I would just knock off the birth of Christ and, and exchange it with the birth of Zack Snyder because he is more important, as that's, we can all agree. That's perfectly – that's a great – yes. I don't know why we mess that up. Of course. Yeah, change Christmas. Course. It should be whatever Zack Snyder was born. I mean, I, exactly. forgive me for forgetting. How greatest filmmaker of all time. Of all time. Greatest filmmaker of all time. I mean, it, and it's 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 un, unparalleled, to be honest. The intricacies of like Batman v Superman – or excuse oh. me, I'm sorry, Batman v Superman – Dawn of Justice. Oh, and the Ultimate Edition, of course, of course. I mean, Theatrical Edition, they they messed up his vision a little bit with that anyway. And so, just brilliance. Like, so far above normal people's thinking. Like, it's so refreshing to see something on just that different level of intellectual capacity. It was was just, it was brilliant. 
Yes. I mean, this is going to be taught in schools, Ian, like easily, oh. easily for, for decades film and decades. Yes. Yeah, yes. not even film schools. No, no, no. Of course it'll be in film schools. It's already been in film schools. But oh, I'm talking about it's going to go into the general public, into the population of our academic um, of our academic progress. Like it, it will. It will. As it should be. No doubt. No doubt. But um, I, I, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know what else we can even say about. It. I'm, I'm just so, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Mar- March 18th just it couldn't come soon enough. Oh yes, I, I'm just gonna, I'm going to get a different HBO Max uh, prescri- uh, subscription on every platform, every device I have, just to g- show my support. Exactly, exactly. We're just trying to throw as much support as we can with, uh, mm-hmm. with this. But, but yeah, it, it's so, it's so exciting, so exciting, Ian, and. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that that's the biggest news, of course, that we got. Of course, that official uh, release date uh, last week, and um, other than that, I mean, everything else pales in comparison, obviously. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know I, what else. I can't keep doing that. <laughs> Apparently, there's uh, uh, the Suicide Squad synopsis was released. Oh, oh, was there? I, yeah, I saw the uh, yesterday. Well, I haven't read it though. I just saw that it was. I all I saw was like you know HBO Max put out that big kind of like announcement trailer of all their movies that are coming this year and there was some new footage from suicide squad and that was all i saw but i didn't oh, see really that. Oh, i didn't even see that it, it's brief it's like okay. maybe four or five shots i mean they look great the shots look great the characters look great but it's, yeah. it's like, there's like no dialogue it was just all the movies like in a montage okay um, that's fair so there yeah so there's some new footage from that but that was it but i yeah i didn't see the synopsis okay uh yeah here i can i can read it i can read it here i i haven't actually read it yet but um uh Man, I feel like we're like in the nerd crew. That that was fun. Oh god, that was painful. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder can go straight to hell. Who gives a absolute damn about his stupid uh, Justice League trash movie that somehow he's brainwashed everyone to thinking that it's going to be good. It's not everyone, but it's just the. It's the majority people. of people, and I no, it, it, it actually is the majority of people. I mean, like, because there's a handful of people, the normal people that aren't a fan of superheroes or movies, like they, they don't they don't care, obviously. But as far as like in whatever, it is the majority of people. I, I have a feeling that a lot of people, unfortunately, have been scared into hiding from the freaking Snyder cultists. So they're, they're like, I I think a lot more people have either zero interest or don't have any faith it's going to be any better than his last two films but they're they're terrified and rightfully so of saying anything on twitter because like i i, ret- I saw this one guy who just tweeted how stupid it was for the movie to be r it's like oh great why would kids want to see a justice league movie and then he just got like a pack of hyenas just ripped apart you know you would think he just said something about like hitler being justified it's like that's <laughs> that was the fervor that went after him and it's like i don't blame people for not oh, speaking out and be like oh cares. this is dumb yeah. Who cares? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not someone who uh, I don't know. I've never given two craps about online people saying anything. So. Oh, I don't either. But it's like but, uh, I've never. But no other fan base gives me as much grief as they do. It's like Black Panther <sighs> defenders. The last Star Jedi. Wars. The last Jedi defender. The Ryan Johnson. Oh, those cultists, are bad. They might be worse than the Snyder people. Oh no! To me, it's Snyder by far. Maybe because I go poking, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that that's fair. That's fair. Um, but anyway, oh, okay. And then, so, and then, uh, then uh, Zack Snyder put out some statement because like someone asked him about the, the his fandom being toxic, and he just brought up how they you know raised all the money for the charity, which was good. Sure. He's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's like, if they did that, how could it be toxic? It's like 
two things can be correct at the same time. Mm -hmm. They can do something great by, you know, raising the charity for suicide prevention, which is awesome. Yeah. But then they, they, those same people can turn around and be douchebags on Twitter. It's like, they're not, you know, mutually exclusive. Anyway. No, no, they're not. Um, but, uh, all right. Suicide squad. That's what we were talking about. Right. But, um, all right. So they came out with the official synopsis. So here, I'm going to read it here. All right. Welcome to hell, AKA bell reeve. The prison with the highest mortality rate in the U.S. of A. I'm just going to stop right here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying U.S. of A. Because technically, that is what it's supposed to be. Just going to throw that out there. Thank you for that. It says, where the worst supervillains are kept and where they will do anything to get out. Even join the super secret, super shady Task Force X. Today's do or die assignment. Uh, Sorry, that's a question mark. Today's do or die assignment, assemble a collection of cons, including Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn. Then arm them heavily and drop them, literally, on the remote enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. Already, this is perfect, because that's exactly what Suicide Squad is. If yep. anyone who was involved with the first Suicide Squad movie had ever read a Suicide comic for four, a Suicide Squad comic before, they claim to. D- well, then they didn't understand it clearly, or threw it out the window, like uh, Kathleen Kennedy did with George Lucas's uh, sequel trilogy. Because, or, or they they did what every actor does, and they pose with a picture of them with a bunch of comics, but they mm-hmm. never actually crack them open and read them. Right. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't blame the actors for anything that happens no. really in movies. It, that is, no, no, it, it's that. on these showrunners who don't understand the characters that they're using. Um, all right. And then it says, trekking through the jungle, teaming with militant adver- uh, adversaries and guerrilla forces at every turn, the squad is on a search and destroy mission with only Colonel Rick Flagg on the ground to make them behave and Amanda Waller's government techies in their ears tracking their every movement. And as always, one wrong move and they're dead, whether at the hands of their opponents, a teammate, or Waller herself. If anyone's laying down bets, the smart money is against them. All of them. Ian, we've already said we've been on board pretty much from the start. Once James Gunn was hired, it's like, okay, well, he hasn't done us wrong yet. We're, we're in the corner of James Gunn. And then everything that's come out, the costumes, the casting, all that stuff, it's like, this all sounds great. Ian, this sounds like the most perfect Suicide Squad movie we could ever hope to see. Yeah, literally. Even better than, like, the animated ones. Like, I hate... Again, we've been burned by Warner Brothers and DC so much lately, it's really hard to just fully jump in with that. But, Ian, this just sounds perfect. Yeah, Warner Brothers is at their best when they just hand it over to the filmmaker and get the F out of the way. And that seems to be the case here, hopefully, is that they went James Gunn, Obviously, we don't know what we were doing with Suicide Squad. You're a weird guy. You probably get this. Here's a bunch of money. Go make us a bunch of money. Exactly. That's what it should be about. And yep. uh, and hope again, though, I don't know how it's going to work out again with it being put out on HBO Max at the same time as theaters. Yeah. But I do I hope know. it makes it. Le- you know, I hope it does well because I know Wonder Woman. I know like at box office, it didn't, it didn't do well, obviously just because of oh, sure. the situation, but I know it did like gangbusters apparently on HBO max for like, the platform. Yeah. That's yeah. Like it I was heard, insane. Yeah. Like the amount of people sure. that watched it. So if that's what they're going for, then I guess that worked. And, and I hope, I hope that suicide squad does that too, because man, I, I this is the one 
I I can't. There's not another superhero movie right now that I'm excited for, other oh, than. Batman. Oh well, yeah. Duh. I'm sorry. I'm ashamed. Um, uh, yeah, that just sorry. That's my that's my Jacques from Finding Nemo moment. That's all right. I'm ashamed. Um, quote of the movie. Sorry, but uh, yeah, yeah. Other than the Batman, this is this pretty much the only one. And then eventually, when James Gunn does the next Guardians movie, but yeah. Well, there there were those um there were those set photos because I guess they're filming the the Thor movie and so okay yeah the of... Thor movie could be good yeah that that, yeah, one, well, what... that one's definitely intriguing yeah, I've enjoyed because, like all the photos yeah. were like Chris Pratt and the Guardians so it's like oh we're basically getting a Guardians sequel with a Thor sequel well, so well which they already said that already I mean even with and I'm ending, fine with and even yeah. with the ending of Endgame you know it was right. with them no, together I'm, I'm, which I'm totally okay with yeah that. no I'm all aboard yeah yeah so okay okay so there's a handful that's fair that's fair that's fair. But yeah, but, um, I know what you mean. Like, this is definitely one that I'm like, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. And this is one where I could potentially, I mean, if hopefully they have like the seven day free trial, they yeah. may not. But like, if they did, I would totally use that for this movie. Yeah. Well, I, I fortunately, I do have access to HBO Max, which oh, is. Oh, did uh, you give in or did you? Nope. Nope. Bar someone's. Uh, we're not going to, for legal reasons, we're just, <laughs> let's just Even say, better. let's just say I, I was. I have the ability to access HBO Max. Gotcha. And um, I have enjoyed it so far for one thing, and that is for watching reruns of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Because the, oh, the entire library is on HBO Max. Damn, okay. I didn't <laughs> know they had that. Yeah, they do. And wow. I have gone gangbusters on that thing, man. You talk about That's... the... Other than... It's like Community, Psych, Batman the Animated Series, and Whose Line Is It Anyway? I mean, just never fails. And I, I have a couple of DVDs of it, of the show. But uh, yeah, that that's just the funniest. That's the funniest show just ever. Um, okay, so that's the Suicide Squad. Um, other than that, I don't I don't know of really any other news going on. Uh, did you ever see the uh, trailer for Kong versus Godzilla? No. That's like the, uh, the trailer is awful. I didn't, um, I, I didn't care. I'm sorry. I, just, I, I don't care either, but like, you know, and, and people shouldn't care. I didn't even care. see the last Godzilla movie. I just, I, uh, I, just, I don't, I don't get I it. Didn't care. I, 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 I liked I the first it. one when it came out. Um, so did I. And then I, I have it on Blu-ray and I watched it a couple years ago again and was like, well, uh, this wasn't as good as I remember. Enjoy. I didn't enjoy this as much as I remember enjoying it. Um, I did watch Kong Skull Island. I think my mom oh, dragged yeah, me to like that, that one. at some point. Eh, it's fine. It's whatever. It's... But it's like I don't get it because I I actually like the first one, but most people didn't because they were like, "Oh, it's not enough Godzilla," and you barely oh. see Godzilla. Yeah, it's like, mean, okay. Yeah, like I liked it. I liked it pretty well at first. Um, it didn't hold up as well for me. I thought it was kind of boring the second time I watched it. But uh, I, I still like it. But yeah, so everyone complained about that. Then the second movie comes out and it's nothing but Godzilla and monsters, and that movie bombed. So I'm like, I I don't get it. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I, I don't get it either. It doesn't really make but any yeah, the, sense. The, but uh, the, the trailer was terrible. Adam Wingard, who's directing it, is not a good director, and people are I think people are about to like general audiences are about to be succumb to his his usual tropes and stuff, and they're about to be exposed to the director that is Adam Wingard. So I I do not see high hopes for this movie. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, the trailer itself was not was really bad it was like the music they choose like you know like when the climax happens like it reminds me of trailers from like the early 2000s that would have like some 41 or something like you know to 
like get you pumped it's like what it's like some bad rap song that starts playing it's really bad huh uh yeah you, you should check it out but um interesting yeah that's is that that's not Warner brothers is it no it is that's one that's coming to hbo max i think yeah they they own all the uh i the think monsters, so right? yeah i think yeah, so. yeah so that's that's i think that's the next biggest movie to that's gonna be on hbo max coming out because i think that comes out next month hmm. i want to say let me check uh come Where's Godzilla? I can type. That comes out. Um, is it got a release date? Oh, March 31st. Okay. Yeah. So right oh, okay. after the Snyder Cut. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. So we'll see. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Um, there's a lot of Star Wars news floating around, but nothing. Yes, sir. Nothing concrete. Yeah, just a whole bunch of the same, basically the same. All, all I saw was that like uh, Favreau basically confirmed that everything ends up leading to the sequel trilogy, which we all kind of knew. Yeah, that's not true. Um, Is it? No, it's not. He didn't say that at all. He, um, he, he I still think it's going to happen. It, I mean, it, it very well might for, for sure. But uh, no, that that's definitely not what happened. But basically, he just he just didn't step on any anything. It, you know, I mean, like, which, again, that's part of. He, you know, that's part of where he, why he's at where he's at. Sure, he's, sure. he's able to play ball enough to, you know, to, to stay, stay in the thing. And, or at least, at least if anything else, him and Dave Flumley are at least just biding their time at the moment. Right. Um, it was one of those things where like people gotcha. read into it way too far. And it's like, cause he said he had a comment. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was something like, we we take into account the movies and and stuff like that. Gotcha, like, gotcha. They have to he, say that. He, well, he could have meant just the original movies. Like it did. He right. didn't say anything specifically. So it was take. It was blown up way way. Too, but now to be fair, it was blown up by a bunch of paranoid people like us who sure. have no faith <laughs> in anything that you know. So. You know, there there's a base for how that overreaction comes from. I'm not saying right, it's right. unfounded, but in this instance, Doomcock did a whole video on it. He did a great oh, just okay. we'll breakdown of the whole that whole thing, and it's just like, no, this is a massive overreaction. All that didn't mean anything, and you know who who knows what's going to happen. All the rumors, according to the inside people, are that it's going to be retconned or whatever. Apparently, there's now new rumors that they're going to redo the sequels. I don't believe that. that. Yeah, that one to me is just that just seems ridiculous to me. That's just too like Disney is just too proud to ever do something like that. No matter how much money they they lost or could have made and all that, it's like no. Yeah, I I don't believe that one either. But um, but anyway, so just that that it's it's basically more of the same. Just more of the same gotcha. as far as Star Wars stuff goes. Um, I don't think oh, one of I, I oh yeah, I don't. Watching. I haven't watched. I don't care. I, I, I apparently there's a big uh, cameo that's going to happen at the end of the the season. But... Oh, what a surprise! That's never happened before. <laughs> right? Yeah, I wonder what they're uh, following the model of. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It'll probably be like freaking um like Nick Fury or something. Like who cares? Yeah, I I haven't even watched it. I I I have I just have no no desire whatsoever. For Same. Like, I don't even that. think I'm going to watch it when like when all the episodes are out and done. It's like. I heard the no. first two episodes are literally just like a bad sitcom. It's like that. That sounds awful to me. Yeah, I don't. I just yeah. Everything I've nothing makes me want to watch it. 
just yeah, so we'll see. It doesn't. So anyway, um, all right. So that's pretty much it for news. And uh, have you uh, watched any movies, Ian? I have not watched a new movie in like a month and a half. Like it is uh, like like two months. It's been forever. I think it's been since the beginning of December that I've actually watched a new movie. I have just been way off for like the past two months. I rewatched uh, the entire series of Sherlock. So oh, that's nice. what I've been doing over the past week and a half, two weeks. Okay. I finished that yesterday. I finished I rewatching that again. And uh, so that, that's been occupying my time as of late. Because unfortunately, okay. once you watch First Steps, you're like, all right, nope, I'm in. I'm watching it again. That's true. <laughs> but then you get to the, the, what was it, the fourth season? You're like, oh, the bully. The fourth season's not bad. The fourth season, the fourth season, it. I think that's when I fell off. The well, that's the end of it, Ian. So it's like. Well, I don't even think I finished the season. I think I like when uh, what's her name dies. I was just kind of like, okay, this is. Yeah, dumb. that episode. It, it's okay. The second episode is by far the best of the third season. Which, the second episode is that? great. It's the one with uh, what's his name. Toby, what's his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, the creepy doctor yeah, I didn't think from, I saw from that. Captain yeah. America. It, that episode is fantastic. That is okay. the best of the season by far. He's like a crazy. He's like a billionaire philanthropist, but Sherlock is convinced he's a serial killer. Oh, it's really good. Really, good. check that out. Um, and then, unfortunately, they really, they really screwed the pooch with the. With the, the third episode, yeah, it's just yeah, I've heard about it. It's not even clever, bad. It's just like it's like dregs. It's like they're literally just scraping the bottom of the barrel, and they have no more ideas. That that's what the last episode feels like. It really does. If clearly, which makes sense when the show ended because it's like they they just had yeah, nothing. yeah. Don't keep it going. Yeah, they had nothing. They had nothing else. It's like oh, now there's a younger sister. Who's smarter yeah. than both of them? It's so terrifying! Like she's psychopath crazy. She has to be locked away for the past thirty years. That's why we never years. knew about her, <laughs> right? And that now, to be fair, they do tease that at the end of season three. So, like, they clearly didn't know about that then. But um, oh, I remember that. But uh, it's like again, we have to have another super genius who's smarter than everybody, and it's oh and she used moriarty for certain things too and you're like oh right now they don't go too yeah, far they, 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 they don't go too far where it's like it's not like bane where it's like oh he was nothing and just a pawn for no 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 it's not that gotcha, he gotcha. was already established and then she brought him in and used him i think for other, for a couple other things but so it's not quite like a retcon of the main villain so at least That's they didn't good, do least, that yeah, yeah but um God. It's yeah, it's just it's dull. It's honestly just it's dull. It's just it, we've seen it all before. Like we've just seen it all before and you're just trying too hard. And like the big twist there's like a big twist and you're like that's not even good. Like that that's just like it's not even like oh, I saw that coming. It's just that you went there like you you needed to shock us so much that you had to put that in there too. It's like eh Eh, it's uh. <laughs> anyway, it, I just watched it yesterday again, and I was just like, "Yeah, I remember why I was so frustrated." The first episode oh, didn't sure. make me feel that way. It was just, you know, it was just okay. 
the second episode again is great. So I, I the fourth season gets too much hate because two thirds of it to me are good to really good. It's just that the last episode is. Yeah, I mean, it's I I would I would say go ahead and watch the whole fourth season. Just get you know, it's just on Netflix or whatever, and uh, it's worth watching. But sure. Like if that was the only thing, like if we hadn't had all the other things of the show, like it would be really good. But like compared, just compared to the show, it's it's not up to par for me. It's It's just clear downgrade. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, anyway, so that's what I've been doing. So have you been watching any movies? No, I haven't watched a new movie since uh, New Year's, and um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't even really been rewatching a whole lot, other than like right now I'm going back through Arrested Development. Which okay, yeah, is I have been I rewatching things. I've, I rewatched the John Wick movies again. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've rewatched a couple movies, but yeah, like I, like we were talking the last couple of weeks, I've been going to bed at like nine or ten o'clock, and like ten mm-hmm. o'clock Friday or Saturday is like usually when I watch a movie, so right. it, it sucks. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah no I just I just been going through old arrested development which is hilarious at least the first original seasons but uh no no i haven't seen anything so that's that all right well that was that was nice and quick um some time. all right moving into the actual episode we're talking batman 1966 two mr freeze episodes green ice and deep freeze and again this is our second version of mr freeze uh, I forgot the guy's name who played him first, and uh, this is the most famous version with Otto Preminger. And um, Ian, do you want to kind of break down these uh, the way this these episodes, the story of these episodes? Uh, they got a couple of things going on. It starts off with Freeze kidnapping Miss Iceland. Is it? <laughs> it is, uh, of course. For, that of was course. a question. What, what else would it be? I forget because like I thought uh, they had said like she was Miss Gotham, but then it's like Miss Ice and it's like oh okay, but um, there was multiple ones. That's why they were naming right, all right. the all the yeah like Miss Barrier ones. Reef and Canary Island <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, I want to mention they opened the episode with saying, "Oh, it's a it's a historic day in Gotham. It's a historic heat wave, like uh, right. hot day in Gotham because normally the weather is perfect." Like they, yeah. they, the announcer says that at the beginning, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> I love well, that. Yeah. Gotham, known for being such a habitable, you know, beautiful place to live. Yep. Of course. Yep, I love that. That was great. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so she's kidnapped, and then immediately after, when um, Chief O'Hare and Commissioner Gordon are about to, you know, of course, call Batman. Uh, freaking Mister Freeze is in the air conditioning vent and just freezes him in the entire office. Uh, but luckily, they're still able to make the call, so Batman knows something's up. But yeah, when they get there, they're completely... Can, all right, I'm going to pause again, because this is my sure. favorite. I have, I have three favorite parts of this uh, whole whole thing, and one of them is that initial just announcer announcement about how, how yeah, Gotham normally is perfect weather. This is my well, second like favorite moment. This is my second favorite moment. So, so Mr. Freeze is freezing police headquarters. Commissioner Gordon is trying to get the bat phone to call Batman. Chief O'Hare is trying to open the doors. Commissioner Gordon manages to get the bat phone ringing. Alfred picks it up and he goes, Help! Help! Bat-. <laughs> and Alfred just goes, Naturally, sir. And then just hangs it up <laughs> and just goes <laughs> with no quit, no level of uh hurriedness or anything no urgency just goes in it's just like um it's the bat phone so that is (laughs) i died i had to watch it like three times it was so funny how he just picked the phone he's just like 
naturally so he's just like help <laughs> me naturally just puts it down screaming like bloody murder on totally the other line un just just not not even phased by any of it i love it you know they had no idea whenever they filmed his scene or whatever they just had no context whatsoever when they did oh, that totally. it was, oh my it gosh just out. it was so funny ian i loved it i loved it <laughs> that, that was, was a great, great. Scene. yeah, yeah. That was that's awesome. a good point that was awesome so right off the bat we're like off to a roaring start before we've even gotten into it unfortunately it does not keep that roaring start yeah it, uh, it starts off really clever because i like uh right after that what uh after they of course uh defaw uh, Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hare and say them they have like all the reporters up there, you know, who are trying to figure out like how all of a sudden the, the chief and commissioner were frozen into their office. Um, and I guess like, yeah, they, they don't want to say it's Mr. Freeze for some reason. I forget why they're being so like shady about it. It makes, I think Batman's reason is, is because he doesn't know for sure if it's Mr. Freeze, which makes no sense because he literally was there freezing the commissioner. Yeah, I saw him. So this screams, we have no idea what we need to do. We need drama. This is right, what right, we're right. going to do. We're just going to force it completely. Because it's, it's the most mind-numbingly dumb exchange from start to finish, maybe ever in the show, where it's just like, well, this, is, this is so bad. This is, this is just pointless. This is pointless drama for absolutely yeah. no reason. I will say though, I like the little twist afterward where um, immediately the Mr. Freeze sends up like a carrier who has this like block of ice and it turns out to be you know, just hollow with a bunch of money. So it looks like, you know, once everyone. Mr. Freeze, I did this. They, it, he's trying to blackmail Batman into making it look like, you know, he, w- he wasn't trying to, I don't know, finger him for the crime. And so therefore, here's, here's his hush money. Um, far-fetched of course but i still kind of like the in terms of like a villain's plot like you know in a way to frame the hero i thought that was kind of clever but yeah the whole pretense for how the conversation goes where batman's like well i haven't looked at the evidence myself so i can't be certain it's like it doesn't stop you in the past when you're like this has to be the joker this has to be the riddler it's like yeah that's a bit much yeah 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 i don't know a lot lot ticked me off with this episode Really? Yeah, you didn't like it? Look, I'm not a fan of... The last episode we did was someone framing Batman for being whatever. Like, we just did that. We just... Yes, we just did that. And and then immediately, Uh, that's now the plot of this one. And then it doesn't even go anywhere. And you're just like, this is... What is the point of this? This is... This is dumb. And then even in the episode, they admit that the whole kidnapping of Miss Iceland is really just like secondary like right. even batman at one point is like that will have to wait it's like why did they even have it in the first place i i uh, because they had whoever that actress is and uh probably yeah wanted to wanted to use her i guess i don't yeah she was probably like some big name at the time or something and yeah, it was like oh I, we have her oh i don't know yeah i'm not sure hand i'm not sure who she is let me let me let me look it's uh, the only thing is D- mr freeze wants her to be his bride right and he's going to do that by bringing her down to 50 below zero, and that's going to turn her into that for some reason. Um, let's see. It's uh, D. Hartford is her name, and uh, looks like she was just in a bunch of random stuff. She wasn't even in much, 
So I don't know if she was, she must've been a model. A model or like someone, the producer's friends or something. And nah, probably not. She, she, she had to have been a model cause she wasn't, she didn't really act in much. So maybe she was like in a commercial that was like big at the time. And it was like, yeah. Oh, everyone knows who she is. Yeah. It's gotta be something like that. It's gotta um, be. Yeah. Cause you know, I mean, even when Batman says, Oh yeah, that storyline is kind of on the back burner. Yep, right now. Exactly. Like, model model for oh. Vogue magazine. That's what she was. Yeah, for she's like probably in the cover of magazine for that issue. And hey, like, she oh, was he... actually. Oh, never mind. Yeah, let me see. False alarm. Uh, she's still alive. No. Oh, shame. Yeah, she died in eighteen. Um, I can't tell if this is saying her sister was Groucho Marx's wife, or she was. Oh. I can't tell. Oh, no. Her sister was Groucho Marx. I was going to say, that would be on her IMDb, I'm sure. Well, that's what I'm reading, but the sentence, I can't tell if it's saying her sister or her. But now it looks, yeah, her sister was ah. Groucho Marx's wife. But, yeah, so she was a, mo- I mean, she was a model. And I'm yeah, sure she probably. was she was no, you know well-known at the time. Because, again, magazines some, were huge. So Yeah, some big magazine cover. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it said Vogue. She was a model yep. for Vogue, so... That's why she's in there, and that's the whole reason she's in there. <laughs> and and they just have nothing to do with her. Nope. Put her in a so swimsuit, in a... and we're just gonna <laughs> yeah, show her a bunch. That's that's exactly. what that's what it is. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Oh boy. Why not? That's fine. To be a woman in showbiz back then, but to yeah. To be fair, um, she's like the best actor in this episode. She no, she's good. She's a beautiful <laughs> woman. She's much better looking than the reporter who like like yeah. Batman was like fawning over. It's like what? Yeah, like, like, he no, calls her like no. young lady. I'm like young. No lady. No. <laughs> Batman's being a little too generous. Like, yeah. Doesn't Robin have a line of like, as if you don't know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, so that's, that's weird. weird. I did like the, uh, the exchange of Batman. Again, this is as Batman saying to the uh, police chief and commissioner that they're going to the, the pad, like the beauty contest. And he's like, well, Robin might be a little young. And he's like, well, I'm not going to be young forever, Batman. Just, that whole exchange is hilarious. That was great. That, that was, was so funny. That was very funny. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if there are any like uh, standout moments for me. I have one other standout moment, but it's from the second part. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the first part. Uh, they they go to the Aunt Harriet's reception with the green eyes, which was interesting. Yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of with the fake Batman and Robin. Yeah, that that wasn't bad. That was um, and even like when they first like uh showed them like in uh Mister Freeze's lair, like from far away, they're they're pretty well, convincing. I'm pretty sure it's their stunt doubles. Ah, that would oh, that's 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 cool. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but just from a couple things that I've read, I think that that's sense. their stunt doubles. Well, I was gonna say because yeah, they they like, they were similar heights and like builds and the, yeah, like when he first brings them out, I'm like. When did Batman and Robin get here? Oh wait, yep, that actually fooled me. Yeah, yeah. So, so cool that's that that's why. Yeah. So that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. But it, but again, that doesn't really go anywhere either because they just show up and get their asses kicked and. Yep, just make them so, look like a fool. Just make them look bad, it. I guess. Yeah, that's why. why. Why not? Why not perpetuate the whole you're you're in business with Mister Freeze and have Batman and Robin like you know rob all the people and be like oh to be perfectly you know, fair because. 
I, I, I'm sure they didn't think this far ahead, probably because they, <laughs> they just didn't think about it. But for me, it makes more sense to do it slowly like that, not just flat out do that, because that uh, people wouldn't just believe that coming out of the blue. But, but you already did the, the Batman's taking bribe money from yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yes. I, I, yeah, like if, I if guess. Yeah, I guess. If you hadn't done that before, I get what you're saying, because like Chief O'Hare, like, Batman and Robin would never, yeah. you know, do that to common good Gotham citizens. So, yeah, no, you're right. But, yeah, they, they already kind of blew their wad with, oh, Batman's really taking millions of dollars from Mr. Freeze. <laughs> so, yeah. That's fair. yeah. So, but, once uh, again, another storyline that really doesn't go anywhere. Of no, the it Batman doesn't. It literally is just dropped, like, with yeah. nothing. Like, they just show up in Mr. Freeze's lair, he traps him in a cage, and then it's over. Like, that that's it. Then there's no more, why were you doing this this whole time? Like, there's no end game. There's no goal of any of it. It's just... It it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Um, and then the but then the second episode kind of like jumps to freaking a hunter with Mister Freeze literally threatening to freeze the entire city. You're like oh yeah, that comes out of nowhere. I, I will <laughs> say this: I do want to mention this about these episodes. If anyone was ever wondering how Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze happened, it's because the writers only watched this episode. I was going to say, like, yeah, I wonder how much, how much, you know, inspiration they took. Just from this. saying, if you watch I, it, you understand where that performance came from. Because it's only not thing too far is, off. Yeah, the only thing missing is like the giant telescope or whatever. The it's weird like, accent. The diamonds. Everything about yeah. it, like, I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Yeah, even that too. It's pretty much, it's pretty much the same type of character. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Wow. One yeah, might probably... even say it's wild. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Just just saying. Just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, so that, 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 to be honest, we've already explained the entire plot of this entire, these, these two episodes already. Yeah, the mangled um, mess of a plot, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, there's not much of one. Um, I will say the greatest moment of this whole episode, though, comes in the second part, or, uh, the second part of it. And it's where they have that, that, like, photo come out of Batman with the stolen commissioner's watch photoshopped on or whatever. Oh, yeah. And um, so, you know, apparently public perception is terrible, though we really never see it. However, we do see it what? once. Uh, and it's when uh, yes. <laughs> all of a sudden you just see this little boy walking down the sidewalk. For some reason, giant pictures of Batman and Robin are in this ice cream shop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like a and, poster. <laughs> yeah. And he just looks and just goes, boo! And then just turns around and keeps walking. Walks <laughs> right past Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. And then Dick's like, oh, can you believe that? And Batman's like, that cuts me to the core more than anything <laughs> any other villain has ever set. Ian, one of the greatest things we've seen in a while. Fantastic. Yeah. By far the best part of this episode. That whole That's scene starts finish makes no sense. It goes nowhere, and it no. is hilarious. It, it literally feels like it's out of Anchorman when you know, when Rob Burgundy <laughs> says "Go f yourself, San Diego," and then they all just want to kill him. They're like, "Like, boo! Screw you, Ron Burgundy!" And he's like walking down the street. It's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Except he's not drinking milk, and uh, well, that was a bad choice. Yeah, it was. But it, that was, it was another hot day. It was a hot. See, I'm telling you. <laughs> Paul comes yeah. back around. It does. Oh, and it, well, I do Anchorman, like... you've heard of your first foes. Anchorman was inspired by Batman 
the TV show. Just Apparently, multiple multiple movies were inspired by this episode. Who yeah. knew? Even uh, Zack Snyder uh, had oh, some yes. inspirations from an earlier episode. So, <laughs> yeah, that that's the greatest part of this whole thing, Ian. That made the whole thing work because this these episodes are terrible. They're they're, they're not. Yeah, good. they're, they're not very good. bad. And uh, I mean, obviously, the, the show can only at least so far. We haven't gotten into season three, but the show can only be so bad. Like it's still entertaining. Right. Um, but there's not much from Adam West or Burt Ward in these episodes. No, no. It's just everyone's just kind of down a peg with this. And uh, the writing took a complete nap because it doesn't exist. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're not great. But but we do have this one random shoehorned in moment of this little kid walking around. Just <laughs> he, I don't even think he says Batman and Robin. I don't think he says anything else. Nope, he just he says, says Batman. Boom. And then leaves. And then you get and this nice Adam soliloquy West. of Adam West being so hurt, and it is brilliant. Like that is that's the one day the writers showed up for was to write that little yeah. that little uh, monologue there. Or, or I wouldn't be surprised if that was like the Adam West like um, ah, that's fair input. It's a good point. Uh, that, that would be my bad. It's brilliant. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. And, yeah, because uh, uh, who's the actor that plays this Mister Freeze again? Otto Priminger. Yeah, like usually the villains, even in like subpar episodes, are usually the standout, you know, where it's like, oh, it's just the actor, you know, chewing the scenery and going balls to walls. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think his Mr. Freeze was all that like memorable. I mean, it's very kind of subdued. Like most of the villains are very like energetic and, you know, stealing the spotlight. And this one, he he just says wild all the time and, you know, touches his eyebrow. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. uh he doesn't do much. Of course, Otto Preminger, world famous, uh, sure, world famous um director, but uh, you know, was nominated for a couple different Academy Awards, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I just I hear. I mean, great, could be. Probably wasn't directing. He probably just didn't have a whole lot to go off of. Of like, could be. Oh, you just want to freeze Gotham? Why? Because it's cold. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he, it's like, it's weird, because he wasn't even an actor. Like, it's yeah, very it's strange. Designed. It's a weird decision. Like, he literally, he has 16 acting credits in on his uh, IMDb. Like, and half of it's, like, voice, like, he's a voice or he's something like that. Or, like, uncredited. Like, he, he's barely, this is basically the only acting thing he ever did, really. Weird. It is weird, and you can tell. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Somehow, this is the most memorable Mister Freeze. That this now, is you the said, one everyone remembers. Earlier, yeah, you said earlier this isn't your favorite. Which one's your favorite then? I don't remember the third one. I don't. I, I don't know when we see the third Mister Freeze. If so, you like the the first one? I had. like the first guy. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. He's just kind of like a kind of an aristocrat. I don't know, just kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm remembering. Yeah, when they get frozen in the weird beam or whatever. Yeah, um, and then they had those weird little square things where if it was red, that means you could go in, and if it was blue, it. that meant yeah. it was really cold. Yeah, I, I yeah. liked that. I thought that was yeah, fun. Yeah. I, oh yeah, good point. I enjoyed that. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was fine. Um, yeah, much yeah. better. Much better than this. Yeah, I, I don't really see how. I maybe because Auto Premature is just more remember, just more memorable. Just as a look standpoint, maybe. Probably. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know why he's the more. Um, why he's the more known 
one of um of the two. George Sanders. That was the name of the first guy. Oh. That was the actor who played the first Mr. Freeze was George Sanders. And then uh the next one we'll see is Eli Wallach. Um okay. a little bit later on. I don't know if No, he's still from season two. So it'll be later on in this season. We'll see a oh, different, we get a Mr. different... Freeze. <laughs> I, so, wow, I, I wonder why they just couldn't keep the same actor for his character. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. But um, anyway, uh, yeah. So then, of course, Batman they they find out where he is because he's in a frozen factory. Whatever. Uh, oh yeah, we got to talk talk about the death trap. Good lord. Um, you talk oh, about buddy. lazy writing. Um, yeah. <laughs> the death traps are another thing that are usually yeah. enjoyable. Like even usually when they're dumb, usually the dumber the better. Like they're just you right. know they're. Even in some of the worst episodes, we've had some fun death traps. Or this is some very ridiculous ways of getting out. This has to be the worst death trap we've seen so far of this entire yeah. series. Like it is yeah. just, it's the lamest. <laughs> they, they escape off screen. Like, like it, yeah. nothing happened. Like literally nothing happens. It's just, all, all, they're in a popsicle. They're in a big slushy and all you see is their heads. Yeah. And, and apparently there's a valve that they can just turn the hot water on and, and then, then they get off. They get out of it off screen. That that's yeah, what like, happens. It's terrible. Because like, it's literally just Adam West like telling you know Burt Ward what to do. Like, oh, make sure you put your foot around this. But again, we don't see any of that. We just see their two heads. It's like you're better off just cutting to them <laughs> being out of the dead trap. And, and Chief O'Hare be like, how do you do that? And Adam West having some funny line. It's like you you you'd be better off just doing that instead of oh, I, I think I have my foot around it. And meanwhile, we're just looking at them. <laughs> just sitting in these cappuccinos or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's really not um, good. Yeah. And so they find it. But anyway, they find him. They, they fight. They, they save everybody. They stick him in an ice block and, uh, to keep him alive. Yeah. That's it. Everything's saved. We do have the little kid come back at the very end. Though. Oh yeah. We got to talk about it. So then this kid <laughs> is just randomly in police headquarters. Yeah, who let him, where are his parents? How did he get in? How did he get into this place? I have no Why idea. Why is he not in school? That made me laugh too. I guess he's just summer, standing but... outside of police headquarters. Is this commissioner Gordon's grandson? Like what, what is he doing here? You know, the funny part too. He, he does kind of look like the blonde kid from uh Batman begins, you know, that Batman throws his little, yeah, a little, bit. Yeah, a little bit like, uh, yeah, he kind of does. Uh, what, what's the, the dude from game, game of Thrones? Yeah. Joffrey. Yeah. He does kind of look like him a little bit. That, that is, that is a good point. But yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just not great. Yeah. It's not. The, these are on the lower tier episodes. For sure. Lower tier episodes. Hard to to follow the penguin episodes, but yeah, true. It is. It's hard to follow the penguin episodes. Um, but these are, yeah, these are still good. These are, these are Ma Parker, you know, like level episodes where again, it's, it's watchable. Like, again, it's not like, uh, this is, you know, the worst thing. No, I mean, it's the show's still fun. And again, like we said, there, there's a couple of nice, memorable, hilarious moments, but for the most part, it's just. Eh, yeah. It's just not up to par. Yeah, the the writers had their feet up on this one. They did, they did. But um, the uh, the good news is, Ian. Next week or the next time we're we're back here, Got and we get the Joker. Yep, exactly. We get we haven't seen the Joker. I don't think have it's we seen wild. the Joker at all this season. I don't, I don't think, think we've we seen have. him at all in the second season. Yeah, it's been, it's a, been a long time. So that uh, that's 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 fun. We get the Joker back. We get Cesar Romero back 
And, Sadly, um, it's not Jared Leto, but we'll have. Yeah, I know. Do. Sadly, it's not Jared Leto, but you know, it's the next <laughs> best thing. And it's uh, the Impractical Joker and the Joker's Provokers. So this I, is interesting. They they are not rhyming episodes, but the second one rhymes in and of itself. Oh so, yeah. I'm just that that counts. That counts. That's effort. That's yeah. That, that's I'll, that's I'll fair. Allow it. Um, these, uh, these episodes t- have lower or equal ratings to both of the previous ones on IMDb, but as we know, those don't necessarily mean much because they didn't rate the minstrel episodes. They rated those low, very low, That's like true. even lower, like significantly lower than like these Mr. Freeze ones and the Ma Parker ones. So we know and, not and to trust IMDb's ratings. No, no. And especially, you know, that happens a lot with the Amiot series, too, where they, they get the ratings wrong all the time. Yeah. So I, um, you cannot go of IMDb because people just review bomb. That's what they did when BVS first came out. That movie had like a 9.8 on IMDb before the movie even oh hit theaters. My gosh, they have the low ra- Never mind. Yeah, I don't trust the oh, ratings sure. at all because in, in a couple of episodes we get we get shame, which I'm super excited about. Right. I love shame and uh, I, I love Cliff Robertson. I love Uncle Ben and uh, you not. Huh? How could you not? I know. Right. Yeah. They, they, I like these episodes a lot and um, they have dirt low ratings. Like oh, some of the lowest shit. ones, like like low down with the minstrel episodes, which I, ch- oh, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Those were so good. But um, I, I wonder if people just aren't interested if it's not like titular Batman villains. It's like, oh, that, that could I mean, that could be. I only but, watch a show of his, you know, Riddler, Joker or Penguin is like or Catwoman is if it's a lesser tier or random villain. I don't care. Well, I don't know. The uh, the the the. um. The Egghead episodes are super oh, high. Yeah. Which, I mean, because they're freaking perfect. So, I mean, they should well, they're be. they're great. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, that's what we'll be watching next time we're in Batman the Animated... Or, uh, in Batman 66, we'll be watching uh, two Joker episodes. Impractical Joker and uh, the Joker's Provokers, which is a great episode title. And... Um, but next episode, we will be back in the uh, animated series. And uh, do you have any idea what we're what we're watching? I don't remember. I'm pulling them up right now. Bear with me. Yeah, I know. Let's... I need to pull mine up too. Let's see. Ah, shit. Stupid IMDb. Go you to, can't. Uh... You can't find it on IMDb. They have it in the wrong order. I know. I need to go to a uh, Batwiki. It's a good one. <laughs> All right, hang on. I have them up here. Next, uh, we have um, Bane, Baby Doll, and the Lion and the Unicorn. Those nice. are the next uh, the next three episodes. So that I mean, that's an interesting mix. That's of, a crop, uh, episodes. Yeah. Bane is an interesting one in this version. You can see Bane, but yeah. And uh, Baby Doll's a like cult a favorite one. by a lot of people. Like it, it's yeah. it's one of those that a lot of people will put on their like like guilty pleasure type ones. I'm not. A, I've never been a fan of this episode, but same. Baby doll never really did for me. No, me neither. But but a lot of people do enjoy it. And then Lion and the Unicorn, I do enjoy. That's fun because that that's a big yeah. Alfred centric um, episode, which is fun. We we get to see some of Alfred's past in the British Secret Service. So that's which I always a, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's something you just never get to see really ever in well, any medium for, of Batman. Except for the new show they made about that, that I think is still going on. I okay. Well, that doesn't count. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what we'll that's what we'll be covering next time here on uh, on the show. But um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. 
I post the episode links and everything and some other random pop culture stuff ideas that we have and a bunch of community crap post on there too. Um, and uh, you follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Barkbark. Go ahead and do that. And um, yeah, any uh, any final thoughts, Ian? Yeah, uh, there was something I forgot to mention. Uh, this website or like publication called Vulture did a uh, top 50 westerns of all time, western movies. And I was like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Unforgiven was number uh, two. Let me course. just say, Ian, Vulture is wrong, literally with everything. Like they're notoriously terrible at ranking things. You don't say. So get this. I don't even know what you're going to say, but I'm just saying Vulture is not good at ranking. Things. Well, I'm glad you said that. But yeah, Unforgiven was number two, which is crazy. Yeah. Guess what number Tombstone was? Uh, 47. Wasn't even on the list. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I was so angry. I, I tried to tweet at them. Oh, my God. I'm just going to look like a crazy person even more so. But I was infuriated when I saw that. I was like, how do you have a top 50, which some of the movies on there were garbage. And you don't even have Unforgiven uh, Tombstone. Uh, it triggered me, but I just had to bring that up with you. <laughs> that's a crusade. That's a crusade we we have been on as fans. We have. I wish you. We have mentioned that because now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I was feeling well, okay, and now, <laughs> nope. So now we just have to. Now you just have a reason to rewatch Tombstone. Because the hate for should. Tombstone is ridiculous. Ridiculous! It, it's like it's it's political almost, so like I, the uh, blatant friggin' bias against it. I don't get it. I I I I I don't I don't understand. It makes no it makes it makes no sense to me. It makes like it, no sense to me. It, it's one thing for Unforgiving to be rated above it. It's like okay, sure, fine, we're, we're going with the stupid you know film snob theory, yeah, but yeah, yeah. to not even have it on the list is no. Yeah, I, uh, no, I, I, there's no, there's no, there's no words. <laughs> to be well, honest, were, were... I, I can't, I can't think of probably any other Western I would even put over Tombstone. Personally, no. And even as a movie, maybe, uh, maybe the Sergio Leone movies. Sure. That's I'll, fair. I'll... Yeah. I mean, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, I yeah. wouldn't be opposed to. If anyone put that, was that number one? No, no, I don't even remember what was number one. It it was like number one. I don't even think was like one of the ones that you would expect. It was a terrible list. I I encourage you to look it up. But I know I'm not looking it up. No way. I just just um, make me mad. Um, Yeah, I don't even think it was. Those were definitely on the list, but I don't even think that was. But at that point, as soon as I saw, like, because I got the number two, I'm like, okay, Unforgiven's here. Okay, that must mean if if I have if I haven't seen Tombstone yet, it must be number one. And so when I saw it, it wasn't. I was just my I went red, you know. Mm. So I don't even remember what was number one, but it was it was a <sighs> travesty. Yeah, I just that's had, um. I just had to bring that up. I'm sorry. No, that's that's more than fair. It's more than <laughs> fair. All right. So on that terrible note, that does it for this episode of <laughs> Cape Crusaders Review. <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening, guys. Again, I'm Mark. I mean, and we'll talk to you next time.